You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. While the left is going bonkers over investigations and impeachment, President Trump still has to keep doing his actual job as leader of the free world. The president is set to take his first big overseas trip, and our next guest has been following the president's plan very closely. Political guru Barry Nussbaum. Barry, welcome to the show. Good to have you. The president headed to several countries on this trip, but I bet you're most interested in his trip to the Middle East. Oh, absolutely, Dr. G. This is going to be the start of his foreign policy um, relationship to the most volatile countries on Earth. So hopefully everything goes well when he gets there, uh, starting in Saudi Arabia. And even though the Saudi trip hasn't happened yet, there's already significant controversy. I like that you're supporting the Miami Vice look tonight. I just wanted to comment on that. It's very nice. I like that Miami Vice look. Um, I got called Barbie today. So if you're insulted, just remember that you could be called worse. Um, in Mexico, too. I always get called Barbie in Mexico. Do I look like I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, to Mexicans, apparently I do. Um, maybe that's an American insult. Who knows? But uh, Barry, here's the thing. You know, the media is barely covering this. You would hardly know that Trump was even at work today. You'd think he was on the golf course enjoying a pina colada or something. And the poor man doesn't even drink. And he sure hasn't taken much time for golf nothing like Obama. But here he is uh, doing this important work around the world. And the media would much rather talk about something they have zero evidence for. And, uh, and, and meanwhile, by the way, taking pot shots at a man who died today, who built a media empire, had his faults, uh, you know, and, and they choose today to decide to basically I swear, like sharks that should all be shot, by the way, shoot the sharks, uh, like sharks. They, 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 they just, they circle and they don't think and they are just venomous. <laughs> I know you're um, a friend of the late Roger Ailes, and so I appreciate your um, going to his defense. I mean, he built a media empire that uh, has never been seen before in American history to go from nothing to so big so fast. Mm -hmm. It was really extraordinary. Um, going back to the Middle East, you're right. And it's sad that what could be a momentous trip to establish a dramatic change in American foreign policy is not even being covered. It's shocking. Uh, he's going to be in Saudi Arabia. Uh, the rumor is that he's going to try and create some sort of Arabic NATO to oppose uh Islamic fundamentalism pouring out of Iran. Uh, I would love to see that. He's going to be in Israel to meet with both Netanyahu and the Palestinian leadership. I'm really hoping that he uh, makes a dramatic change in American foreign policy and announces that he's going to move the American embassy to Jerusalem, although I doubt that will happen. And what's most curious, Dr. G., is I think we talked about this a few weeks ago when Mohmoud Abbas was at the White House, the Palestinian leader, Trump chastised him for spending the majority of their budget, which is all donated, by the way, from around the world, including the biggest donor, the Americans, uh, on supporting terrorism and paying terrorists who blow themselves up and uh, terrorists that try to blow themselves up or kill, kill Israelis and end up in Israeli jails. The vast majority of the, of the Palestinian budget goes to support that terrorism. And Trump told him to cut it out, contrary to what had been said by Netanyahu, sorry, by Obama, who never got involved. Now, let's see if he follows up. If he does, 
it will signal a dramatic change in American foreign policy, and maybe it might end up in the media. Um, I to correct one thing that you said, and yes, uh, Roger was a friend, but I understand that Roger had his weaknesses, and, I, and I'm not here to dispute that one way or another. But what I what I do need to clarify is that he was a complex genius, but you can't take away the genius just because you're looking at the complexity. And I think that the day someone dies, in fact, I think the week, maybe the month someone dies, should be respected because it's really for the family. And no matter what anyone thinks of Roger Ailes, his wife deserves the media to shut the heck up today and for the rest of the week. And so does his young son, who I believe is only only 19 years old. He's uh, still a young man who lost his dad today. And it's just not the it's just so improper the way the media has treated this, regardless of what he's done improper. Uh, back to this, because I know you have friends, Barry, that are uh, high up in the Trump administration, uh, very connected to the president, um, working on these issues regarding Israel. And I know that that's where a lot of your intelligence comes from. Um, but why not move the Capitol? I don't understand that he, he said that during the campaign. And now people are saying he's backing off. Why not? Well, the, the embassy, the, not the Capitol. Sorry. I got what you, I got yeah. what you meant. The, the majority of Presidents going all the way back to uh, Clinton were going to do it and promise to do it. And under tremendous pressure from the Arab bloc, back down. And so each successive president keeps signing six month waivers of the bill that was passed in Congress some 25 years ago that demands that the embassy be located in Jerusalem. Of all the countries in the world, there is one country where the embassies of the world leadership are not located in the capital city, which is Israel. And they're our closest ally. It's the damnedest thing. And to answer your question more succinctly, Trump promised during the campaign, Dr. G, to move the embassy from Tel Aviv, and I've been there, it's just in a regular business neighborhood, to where it belongs in Jerusalem on his first day in office. He's now in his second hundred days and he hasn't done it yet. And now the rumor is he's not going to do it, at least for the first time. Why? I know the rumor, but I'm asking you why. I know you know people and I know you've asked this question and I want to know what you know. The, the, the pressure on the president is overwhelming from the Middle East. The reason is there are parts of Jerusalem that are disputed territory, meaning the Palestinians consider it their territory. And the idea is if Israel has the major embassies in Jerusalem, it will somehow undermine the validity of the Palestinian claim to East Jerusalem. Now, having said that, America has already looked for sites which would be in West Jerusalem, which has never been disputed territory for a thousand years. And yet each successive president has been pressured by mostly Saudi Arabia to not move the embassy. And I hope this doesn't happen now. Now, don't forget the American ambassador to Israel, who just went for his first trip, went to the Western Wall on his first day when he landed, which is the holiest site in the world for Jews. And he said it is the policy and it will happen. The question is when. Here's the thing I think about every time I think about Israel today, with just all the accusations of uh, collusion where there is no evidence, we have solid evidence about Obama uh, trying to meddle in uh, Israel's election of Netanyahu. Why is that not ever talked about when there's so much attention given to collusion with Trump? 
You know, it's interesting. And it's a great question. The, the thing you're alluding to, Gina, we talked about on the show last year, where American funds, American taxpayer funds were right. invested in the election to defeat Netanyahu because Obama hated him. Um, so American aid went to the opposition party. Unfortunately, it didn't work. The difference between what's real and what's reported is why so many people are fervently loyal to Donald Trump, because they get the fact that news is often created by the media that delivers the news. So we can look at the same facts. And if we report it on CNBC or MSNBC, it'll be a hell of a lot different than if you're reporting it. Yeah, that's same true. Story. Barry, thank you so much for being with us. Coming up next, the rapid fire round. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.